Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. The coronavirus crisis has changed virtually every aspect of life. Schools and businesses closing, record high unemployment, and an uncertain future. Entering into this unsettled landscape are hundreds of soon-to-be college graduates who will need to make their way into a world that they never could have anticipated. With me today is Youngstown State University President Jim Trussell. Thanks for being with us, Jim. Well, it's good to be here. At the start of this semester, students on track to graduate looked to be entering a much different job market than what they will now face. What's available to them to help navigate such an unprecedented crisis? Well, you know, it's interesting, Derek. Many of our seniors who had done internships and had had some experiences had already had job offers, and especially in some of those essential uh, job places like nurses and and, uh, engineers are still in high demand and accountants are still in high demand and and so forth. So I think there will be a percent of them that won't uh, be impacted uh, quite as much. Uh, There might be some of them that uh, were interviewing with some companies that are now downsizing and so forth. So I'm sure there will be significant impact. Uh, But, uh, you know, what we always say, make sure that you go and get something that's, uh, that's a need. And even in tough times, you, it might take a little longer to get placed and so forth, but if if, uh, if you're in an area where you know that there's been uh, a demonstrated need, uh, you're going to have a much better opportunity than simply walking out with a degree and saying, oh, I wonder what I'm going to do now. What role can the university and other institutions play in rebuilding this economy, and in what ways do you see demand shifting to meet those needs? You know, we've been hearing quite a bit that there are certain in-demand jobs that you just you can't get enough of, and even in these tough times. For instance, if you're in the IT areas, there's hundreds of thousands of jobs open uh, even before this. So, you know, even if it's tens of thousands now open instead of hundreds of thousands, uh, you're still going to have a better opportunity. Uh, the same with some of the healthcare fields and that type of thing. Uh, the thing that we've always wanted our students to do is to be very connected with their faculty who know the particular industry or the uh, job opportunities in that field. Uh, We've wanted them involved with their career planning and and, uh, career services office here on campus, uh, which uh, have their finger on the pulse Uh, of what the opportunities are out there. Obviously, in today's world, uh, there's going to be some uh, challenges maybe that they didn't think they were going to have two months ago. Uh, But I think the same resources are available. Uh, There's, it's going to be a great reminder, uh, you know, to, to students that, you know, that you wanted to achieve and that you wanted to have experiences, you wanted to have, a broad range of, of uh, qualities and characteristics and skills, uh, even more so, uh, you know, in a tough time like this. You know, I would like to believe that if I were 22 years old uh, that I might be thinking, you know what, the next two or three years might be more difficult than I anticipated. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've got the confidence that uh, I've had the preparation and the training uh, 
uh, and that I'm going to have to have that that uh, stick to itiveness. I'm going to have to have that uh, uh, desire to go and, and find my way. And uh, you know, we're going to have a vaccine someday, and not near as quickly as any of us would like it. Uh, but I think there'll be a day when uh, we're back to a little bit more of a normal. I don't know that it'll ever be exactly the same. And there'll be some adjustments that need to be made in terms of what are the, the demands for a workforce. Uh, but if, if I were 22, I hopefully have listened closely enough to know that uh, the world's going to change a lot during my professional life, and I'm going to have to be uh, able to be versatile enough and prepared enough and, and get further training. I think certificates and um, micro degrees and lifelong learning types of things are going to be uh, a definite part of the future because the world, uh, while it changed in a dramatic way, uh, it was an ever-changing world to begin with, and I think you're going to need to be versatile and in and, and constant learning. And, uh, uh, again, I think the ones who understand the difficulty of the challenge and, and the things that they're going to need to do to compete and are going to be willing to go equip themselves with those, I think will end up just fine. It, it might not be just fine today or tomorrow, but I, I think in the long run they've got to have the confidence that if I do what I need to do, there's going to be opportunity. Well, you mentioned vaccine and normal. We're now hearing experts around the globe say that we may not see anything like that uh, normal again until there's a vaccine, which could be a year or longer away. What kind of sure. contingency plans does YSU have for the near future? Could classes be all online even into the fall or even 2021? You know, we're creating contingency plans for all of the above. Um, the one we would love to put into play is the one where they come back and they're face-to-face and, and we're back to as close to the way we were uh, as possible. Also, there's contingency plans being put together. What if we can't come back to school maybe a month late? Uh, what about if we have to be uh, totally remote for a whole semester? What, you know, what's a contingency plan if we have to be remote for the whole year? Uh, you know, what's the contingency plan if you lose X number of students? Uh, we've got all of those plans in front of us. In fact, while all of us have been kind of holed up and, and hunkered down and doing our social distancing, we have spent more time on webinars and Zooms and conference calls and, uh, you know, with with trying to prepare ourselves for uh, anything that can come our way and, and, and be ready to, to be part of the solution. Uh, I've been telling our people for the last three weeks that one uh, result, I think, of this whole corona uh, disaster, if you will, is the realization that higher education is important. Uh, you know, we're all sitting on the edge of our seat uh, to get a vaccine, well, a vaccine is going to be created by highly educated scientists, people who have had tremendous rigor and experiences and higher education times 10. 
I mean, they're going to be those PhDs and all the rest. Uh, all those needs we have uh, from the you know the nursing standpoint and and uh, all of the various supply chain things, logistics and so forth. Uh, you know, there's going to be such a need for a highly educated population that we've got to look at that as an advantage. And so, best case scenario here. Uh, kids can come back to classes in the fall, and, and I'm assuming you guys are ready for that and have a plan for that, as you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's the best-case scenario. There's even a couple of schools in the state uh, still hanging on to hope that the second half of the summer, we've kind of decided that we're pretty uh, certain and all of our planning is going toward the fact that our entire summer will be remote. Uh, but best case scenario is we'll be back, uh, and, and it, things won't be exactly the same. Uh, but they'll, you know, they could be similar. Uh, but we're also not uh, putting all of our our uh, chips on that play. We're we're going to be ready for whatever the realities that face us are. Let's look at the the financial cost, if you will, of this virus. How severe is the impact in the loss of revenue likely to be, and how will it affect long-term ability to provide for students, particularly if there could be a year or more of no athletics? Well, from an athletic standpoint, uh, the mid-major level like we are is not an extraordinary amount of revenue. Now, it's significant, there's no question, I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 million is probably what we might generate uh, with our athletic programs, and, and that's you know no small amount. Uh, but probably our biggest um, concerns will be being a state university and we're subsidized by the state based upon how many students and how many successful students we have, course completion and graduation. Uh, Right now, for instance, in this fiscal year, we've already taken, uh, for this last eight-week period, a 20% cut, which is about 5% of the whole years, uh, and, and that's uh, in the neighborhood of a uh, uh, couple million dollars uh, at least. Uh, if we took a big state subsidy cut for the entire year of next year, we think it could be in the 8 to $10 million range, which is really significant. And then the other big driving force from a revenue standpoint, uh, in our case, is our enrollment. Um, you know, we're subsidized by our enrollment and in our course completion, but we're also uh, gain revenue by the tuition, obviously, that our students pay. And, and uh, so if, if you're down, we usually say that for every percent we're either up or down, that's about a $1 million impact. So if we were up 3% next year, which is probably not, wouldn't be a great uh, thought uh, for us to be thinking, uh, we would, that would be a $3 million plus revenue. If we're down 8%, that would be an $8 million impact. So we're obviously going through a lot of modeling and a lot of planning uh, and those types of things to be ready to handle whatever our financial reality is. Right, and the governor has said there will need to be steep cuts across the board at the state level to offset the hit being taken. So uh, you right. know, do you anticipate those cuts, including 
more cuts or what, or, or what you've seen to higher education, and how can YSU adapt to this perfect storm, if you will? Well, I think in most of our modeling, we're thinking that there'll be in the neighborhood of a twenty million, uh, a twenty percent, excuse me, a twenty percent cut in our state subsidy. So we have to be planning for that. Uh, and nationally, you hear statistics being thrown around all the time that higher education could have anywhere from a ten to twenty-five percent enrollment uh, loss. Um, and so uh, we don't know what ours is going to be, but uh, we have to, what, what they always say is, is uh, plan for the worst and hope for the best. And uh, so we have to have plans in place, uh, you know, for all of those potential realities. You, you mentioned earlier that, you know, graduating seniors and, and, and young men and women that are going into the workforce taking this as a challenge and, and knowing that life's going to throw you some curveballs every now and then and you got to take this head on. Do you kind of take the same perception here as president of this university and taking this as a challenge to, to rebound through all of this and get back on top with the, the momentum that you guys were building there at YSU? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I've been in higher education, I think it's 45 years now, uh, obviously, I was in the athletics part of it for a great deal of time, and I've been in the higher ed administration now. This is my eighth year, um, and what I've uh, experienced is that usually with some of your most devastating, unfortunate circumstances, uh, usually uh, my experience has been you grow a lot through those, uh, you learn a lot through those, uh, and you become better through those. And so I have every uh, belief that uh, while it will be a painful uh, couple years, uh, that uh, Youngstown State is going to become uh, better from this. Not that I wished for this, uh, but uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to do all we can to become an even better place than we already are. I want to give you the final word. President Tressel, uh, last question here. What uh, is your message to the community right now? Well, we've, we've got to be in this together, and we've got to make sure we're looking out for one another, first and foremost, from a safety standpoint. And that's why, uh, you know, we're all getting maybe a little stir-crazy and, and uh, you know, maybe our our uh, tension has, is rising a bit and, and, uh, you know, our patience maybe is wearing a bit thin. Uh, we've got to make sure that first and foremost, from a health standpoint, is that our community uh, does the best it can be, best it can do uh, to be as healthy as we can be. And so, you know, we, we can't, uh, we have to endure uh, all of the good guidance we've gotten. I think the federal government has done a great job of, laying out what we need to do. The state government has done a great job. Uh, Governor DeWine and, and Dr. Amy Acton, who's a YSU grad, uh, you know, they've done a great job of telling us what we need to do uh, to get through this. And so I would just say to the community, you got to hang in there. we got to keep uh, taking care of one another. And that starts with not, uh, you know, being out with groups that, uh, you know, that can lend to the uh, to the.
spread of this disease. And, you know, the only way that this virus can spread is through us. And so if, if we don't let it spread through us, uh, we're going to, we're going to defeat it one day and then we will one day get a vaccine and, and uh, we'll eradicate it for good. Youngstown State University President Jim Trestle, thank you so much for joining us for this 21 News podcast. My pleasure, and stay safe.